Hey, what's up? How's it going, guys? Made it to the third week. Some major progress right there. It's not a... It's not a small thing. Just saying. Yeah, this week, um... This will probably be a shorter podcast, by the way, so... <clears throat> just a forewarning, but... Yeah. This week, I'd probably say, has been... Just a lot of anger, you know? Just a lot of, like, being mad at um, small, stupid little things. Like, you know, when I shoulder-check a wall because I try to turn a corner too fast, or <laughs> when... <laughs> You know, somebody, like, cuts you off in traffic or something. You know, just small little inconveniences that get blown way out of proportion. Because um, you're just mad at the world. And, obviously, it has nothing to do with, you know, a wall existing where it's at. Or, you know, my inability to just sort of be lost in my own mind when I'm going through traffic. But, I think it's more along the lines of, like... <sighs> Dude, I hate having to be on medication. Like, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's so dumb that, like, every day I got to take these, you know, stupid antidepressants to try to keep myself in, like, a good mindset so I can be a productive member of society. And it probably shouldn't tick me off as much as it does because, yeah, it's helpful and, you know, it keeps me in the right mindset and I'm actually able to go out and do things. But I don't know, man. Like, today, just having to plan a time to go to the pharmacy and pick up the meds, that one act in and of itself just, I don't know, sent me off the edge. Sent me into, like, a totally different sort of mindset or, you know, mental place. And I don't know. I'm curious to see if I'm the only person that feels this or if there's other people out there that feel that same kind of thing, you know? They got to do something that, you know, helps them just live a day-to-day -day life, which is inconvenient and whether it's frustrating or not. Because I know to me it is, like in a big way. In a big way. So, anyways, besides that uh, weird random little outburst, I've been spending a lot of time over the past week just trying to, trying to come up with like ideas of, um, you know, what I was going to put on here or what I was going to talk about. And so... The only thing I was able to come up with was talking about stories, just random stories about, you know, things that have either happened in my life or commemorations that I have for, I guess, like people that have passed on, that kind of thing. So we'll try it out. I mean, no guarantees that it'll be entertaining or even somewhat coherent, but we'll try it out. So the one story that's been rolling around over and over in my head this past week has been um, when Maisie and I first met and there's a lot that goes into this I think we need to back up a little bit before the actual moment so back in 2018 me and my unit with uh, you know the Army National Guard uh, we got deployed and I deployed specifically out to Iraq and uh, you know my main job was logistics Helping out with humanitarian aid, uh, you know, all that kind of jazz. So, I was out there for about nine months, um, and then we had three months of training. So it was about it was about a year long mobilization kind of thing that we were on orders. And uh, let's see, 
And we came home the, let's see, the beginning of May of 2019, um, which was kind of a surreal experience. Um, being out there, there's a lot of worrying about whether something's trying to kill you or not, uh, which I don't know if people, you know, deal with that as much here. But, yeah, to go from that sort of mentality to, you know, just a normal, like, civilian lifestyle of, hey, we should be worried about, like, money and how to drive from one place to the next. Uh, it's a big difference. It's a very big difference. So, we came back, right? And there was about, I'd, I'd say, like, two or three weeks of just unpacking. You know, getting stuff off of the... Uh, shipping containers that it went out there and putting things back at our home station, reorganizing everything and whatnot, and just kind of going from there. So I was in like the central Utah area, Salt Lake Draper for, you know, that two, three weeks while we were unpacking stuff. And, uh, I really have anything to do during the evenings. So as any young, what, 25 year old would do, uh, I'd focus my attention on dating and, you know, trying to hang out with, like, girls and stuff like that. Now, again, given that this was 2019 and I didn't really know of any social places to go in Utah, I resorted to some of the dating apps. And honestly, I think a good majority of us have gotten desperate enough to where we've gone to dating apps. So... You know, you can't judge me too hard, but I guess my main goal there was just to, just to sort of practice, <laughs> just go on some dates to sort of, you know, get myself back into like the swing of things um, before I went back to college and actually started dating for real, right? So, you know, I went on a couple dates with a few different girls, um, one of which was Maisie. Sorry, one of which was Maisie. And, um... Uh, I don't know. It was kind of funny because the pictures on her profile looked very, like, happy and fun and just, you know, easygoing, sort of family-oriented kind of thing. And so, you know, I was intrigued. I was like, oh, awesome. It sounds like, you know, we can have a lot of fun together. So we messaged back and forth for a little bit, and I think eventually we decided on going out to dinner at some point in time. And so... Yeah, we set up a date, and yeah, it was supposed to be like, you know, the day after, it was like a Friday or something, and normally we work pretty fast, so I get off around like four or so every day, and the goal was to leave immediately from work, go down to, she was in Provo at the time, go down to Provo, and then we could, you know, hang out and have dinner and all that jazz, so that was, uh, that was my idea. This is, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> I wanted to, I don't know, I wanted to play it off as, as like something organic. So my goal was to get there early and in the time, at the time, I was really big in photography. I was going to get there early and I was going to just try to start taking like abstract photos. Either find pictures of plants or, I don't know, people maybe, I guess. I know this sounds creepy, and my first reaction is to say that, you know, I'm not a creeper, which is exactly what a creeper would say. So take that for face value and decide what you will with that. 
But I never actually got off at 4. I think I got off around 4.30 or 5 and then tried to race down as fast as I could from Salt Lake down to Provo. And, uh, yeah, it ended up taking a lot longer than I originally anticipated, so I was actually late to our dinner date kind of thing. So, <laughs> oh, man, this is... This is crazy. So I get there and I walk inside to try to, you know, catch up to her. And she's sitting at this booth and I lock eyes with her. I, I see her sitting at the booth and everything. And I was like, yep, that's her. So I walk up and despite all of the cool, suave things that I had in my mind, first thing that came out of my mouth was like, Maisie? Or, you know, like, are you Maisie? You know, something along those lines. And, uh, she was like, yeah, and it was crazy because uh, she was a lot prettier than um, the pictures on her profile. I mean, don't get me wrong. The pictures on her profile were awesome by, you know, a, a big way. But, like, seeing her in person, whew, man, it sort of blew it out of the water. And so, yeah, I was I was totally uh, caught up in the moment, like thrown off guard. I had no idea what to say or like how to sound somewhat coherent or whatever. So, yeah, I asked her name. I think I said my name, and then we went to go get dinner. We were at Neaters at the time, so we jump in line. I think we went to go get like sandwiches or soup or something along those lines, and then we just started talking, you know. Asking about her adventures. She had just gotten back from a mission. She went to New York, so she talked a lot about that. And how cool it was to just be... I don't know. Engaged in, in, the, in the service of God. Which, and I should probably back up and explain a little bit. So, um, you know, Maisie and I are members of... The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, formerly known as, or not formerly, but one of the nicknames we have is, uh, you know, people call us Mormons. And I guess we're trying to get out of that, so they prefer that we use, like, the whole name of the church to describe it when we talk to people. So, yeah, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And part of being this church is having the opportunity to go out and to teach the gospel to, you know, just people all over the world. So we commit two years for males, 18 months for females to go, you know, some people go to Latin America. I went to Texas, Maisie went to New York. And yeah, we just tease people. And we just, you know, talk about how, how much we love, you know, what we believe in and, you know, ask people if, you know, they want to learn more about it, whether we can help, um, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really good opportunity because you get to go out, you get to like meet new people, you get to sort of solidify what you believe in because when you're, sorry, the age range for going out here, again, for guys is 18, for girls is like 19, so you're young, you're very young, you're not even in your like 20s yet, you're still in your teens, and so it's really hard to sort of know what you believe in or come up with like a solid foundation at that time, which is normal growing up. And so given the opportunity to go out and to teach people what you believe in gives you the opportunity to like look inwardly and find out for yourself what you believe in, right? And sort of solidify that and whatnot. 
So yeah, it's a really good opportunity for everybody involved. And so we talked a lot about that. We talked about, you know, a lot of like how both of us believe in, you know, Christ and how he's done what he did to sort of help us get through the chaos that is this life and that kind of jazz. And it was really cool because, I don't know, I like to, or I feel like I keep that belief pretty close to my chest. I don't like to just go out there and advertise to people like, hey, I'm a Christian because some of those guys are crazy and I don't know if I want to be affiliated with that. Um, but it was nice to be on a date with somebody that I could just be open about that stuff with, you know, and I could talk about my belief systems in a safe environment without feeling threatened. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. You know, it was, it was an awesome first date and that kind of stuff. And it's really what kind of sparked the rest of everything going on. Cause again, um, two weeks later I was finished with my military assignment in Salt Lake and I was headed back to college and, you know, we, we literally were sitting in her car and just kind of you know, talking about the next step or whatnot. And because I had made a promise to myself that I wouldn't get in any sort of long-term relationship, I started off the conversation as like, well, you know, this was, this was a lot of fun. Like, you know, thanks for, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for, you know, going on a date and stuff like that. Um, you know, hopefully maybe we catch up sometime in the future. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to college. Like, appreciate it and uh you know have a good life all that jazz but she wasn't about it she she was like no no like I don't want to I don't want to stop dating like I want to keep seeing each other and I was like wow okay no that's actually that's actually really cool um because yeah I don't want to I don't want to stop dating either I think you're an awesome person and you know, I, I get this feeling when I'm with you that I don't really feel with anybody or haven't felt with anybody else. And I think that's a solid investment. And so we decided to keep dating. You know, we did long term for a little bit until um, she actually moved up with me to, you know, finish up going to college and stuff like that. And then um, and then we went from there. But yeah. Like I said, this this first week I've just been thinking a lot about that like first time that we met each other and just that like sparkle in her eyes, you know, during that first intro and like locked eyes and actually, yeah, actually, uh, I don't know, lit my heart on fire, you know, it's kind of cool. I kind of miss those, you know. I miss those those moments or the opportunity of, of more of those moments. You know, because that's the thing. Like, when you lose somebody, when somebody's gone, there there's a lot of, like, missed opportunity. And I think that's a lot of why it's so hard um, and why, why it, you know, hurts and tugs on our heart as much as it does because those are the people that I guess you want those moments most with. And the fact that, you know, you're kind of cut short in terms of, you know, like creating those moments. Um, yeah, it's kind of super sad. Because, like, that's the thing, you know? I thought we were going to have moments as um, as mothers and fathers. Like, I mean, that's just, that's just the first time we met, you know? I mean, imagine what kind of moments would come up if we had kids or you know, getting to, like, watch her be a mom or that kind of thing. 
yeah, like losing losing the opportunity for those kind of moments is, oh, it's a tragedy, man. It's gut wrenching. And so, again, that's that's kind of where it sort of ties back into the whole purpose of this podcast is trying to figure out like where you go from there, because that was my life. That's everything that I put all my like heart and soul and investment into and things like that. And now that it's gone, it's trying to figure out like, you know, what, what's the next thing to hold on to? Like, what is the next, I don't know. What's the next opportunity for moments to go for it? You know what I mean? Cause like, if I can't make moments with Maisie from now on, like what and who do I make moments with from here? And that's a lot of what we're trying to figure out. And that's a lot of like what we talk about or what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. For right now, a lot of what I do is, um, you know, just pouring everything, all my effort into work and trying to create moments with our customers, trying to create moments with like coworkers and things like that, you know, because uh, that's where I spent most of my time. And that's, you know, most of the uh, interaction with like people that I have. And that's just the start. You know, again, like we're what, three weeks into it. So it's not like there's a lot of time that's uh that's transpired at this moment um it's just more of like um this is what we have so let's see how it goes kind of thing and i'm sure everybody else has felt that you know where they don't really have anything else going on so they just like pick one thing and use it as a distraction just kind of go into a full force and i'm okay with that because so far it's working out so yeah i want to go back to you know just talking about making those moments with people for a second because Everybody has somebody that they appreciate and that, you know, they're grateful for in their lives. And I think it's important to, like, take a step or, t or take a moment to think about, you know, some of those little moments that you spend with those people and some of those moments that have been especially important in your life when, in regards to those people. And, uh, yeah, maybe write them down. Maybe talk to them about them. You know, just do, do something to have some sort of, like, personal record that you can reflect on. Uh, with those moments and again I don't know if I'm the person that should be giving advice so take it with a grain of salt don't you know take it for gospel or anything these are just suggestions but I don't know I'm super grateful for those little moments that I've had with the people that I care about the most and really right now that's kind of the only thing that's made this life worth it so I don't know maybe use that to find a little bit more happiness in the day or the week or don't, you know? Go around and start kicking doors in people's faces. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. That's all up to you. You got to do what you feel is best. I'm just here to, you know, talk to the whoever's on the other line and use it as therapy. So that's what I got going on. Anyways, that's all I got for this episode. Again, thanks for, you know, tuning in or listening or having it play in the background. Um, I know you guys are trying your best, so thank you for that and for making the world a better place. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. So.